Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Scully? Yes? Marry me. I love you and I like you. I love you and I like you. I love that woman. I love her more than sharks love blood. I love you. You don't. Hello, I'm Tristan Riddell. And I'm the girl. And this is Nerd Nuptial Episode 89. And this is a show where we look at nerd life through a married lens. Now, th- we've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah. We're doing a review of Black Panther. Black Panther is finally out after a nine-month advertising campaign by Marvel and Disney, which is – that is very luxurious. Yeah, we were ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the, the rest of the world was ready. And, and we've been talking about this for months. We've been teasing it. We've been discussing it and trying not to get too hyped up because <laughs> the trailers were great. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We probably watched the trailer there for a while, like once a week at least. I did just to entertain myself every once in a while. Yeah, I was, uh, I was very much, you kept telling me, you're like, the same thing that you told me with War of the Planet of the Apes was <laughs> stop watching the trailer over and over again because you're going to hype it up too much in your, in your mind. That's true. That's absolutely true. And yeah. I was trying really hard not to with this one, but I feel like regardless of me hyping it up for myself, the world hyped up the film to the nth degree. Oh yeah, everyone was like, "Let's see Black Panther and let's let's do it. Let's let's get this going here." Because I feel like, especially when you've had nine months of advertising, mm-hmm. you're like, "Well, I want to see this movie." <laughs> it's it's interesting though because it was a different kind of thing. It was um, like with Star Wars: The Force Awakens when that came out, it was this better be good. Mm. You got to do this. 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 And, but with Black Panther, it was, this is going to be good. Not, this better be good. This is going to be good. That's true. And That's a good point. so now when you go to the theater, you just have to judge on how much you like it, not whether or not you like it. <laughs> that is very much the vibe I was getting about this To film. what degree do you like Black Panther? Yeah. Okay. And it, it's, it's got to be like right. from 11 to 19 on a 10-point scale. Like that oh, is okay. what I was... I, 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 I sense some jadedness in you. Well, no, it's just, it was just, it's just one of those things where I like, I, I've been... Ha- I, we saw this on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're we actually recording this on Sunday. We're releasing on Monday. And so we normally record uh, the moment that we get home. It's true. But th- we're old now. Actually, no, I was, <laughs> hold on. I was ready to record as soon as we got home, but you were old and said no. And then what happened 20 minutes later? What happened 20 minutes later? <laughs> Our baby's going through a one-year sleep regression, and so she was like screaming her head off. <laughs> yeah. And I said, gee, I'm so <laughs> glad that we didn't record. <laughs> that would have been a ruined all take. All right, all yeah. right. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. It's like uh, for those of you who, if you're just tuning in, we are we are in fact a married couple, and we are. Uh, that is why it's called Nerd Nuptial, and we just celebrated a one-year birthday with our baby, and uh, we had the uh, her grandparents uh, watch the baby so that we could actually go see Black Panther, and uh, it was it was a good crowd. Yeah, it was it, great. It was a good presentation. Everyone was like, I think everyone wanted to be there. Yeah, that was kind of nice. It was like everyone. Well, I think like what you said at the top of the show was like the idea of everyone was like, this is gonna be good. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a nice audience to go into it with. I think so, too. And there's really only one person who used their phone, and they only used it once or twice. Oh, my gosh. I didn't see anyone. <laughs> I don't only, know how you don't see these people. Only you. Only you. It illuminates the theater. Oh, um, oh, okay. Speaking of theater, side note before we actually get into it. <laughs> yeah. This, this was maddening. This was maddening. I, I, I've never... I've always kind of experienced this, but this was the worst. The red glow and haze... From the security lights in the theater, like from the, the floor like the lights. Floor? Yeah, the floor lights and the exit signs and everything like that was overtaking the screen. We've been in that theater for like every show though. I know that, but some that it seemed amped up. Hmm. Like it, there was this red haze. It was like they were on Mars for like the first half of the film. Really? 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 I was I was like, oh, mm-hmm. no. I, at first I saw it. I was just like, oh, maybe I'm just, it's just my imagination. Maybe they'll dim down. Maybe it's still your imagination because I didn't notice. Oh, my God. No, it was insane. <laughs> like, I thought about writing a letter. Like, I thought about going to the management and saying, like, can you tone it down a little bit? I know safety first. You know, safety is sexy. But we got to figure out how to tone it down because, you know, like, a lot of this took place at night. And... So... For the first half of the film, were you just writing your letter in your head, or were you watching the film? No, I was able to like about. After I the, know you. After the first ten minutes, I was able to kind of like get past it. But I, w- I was shocked. I was like, "This is this is insane." Okay. I was like, "We're watching a Dolby Vision notice. movie, yeah. and it, they all look like they're on Mars." Oh, okay. No, I didn't notice at all. It was good. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's go with our first impressions. Okay. Um, about the film first, like spoiler free, um, and then we'll go into spoilers, like we usually do. Yeah, that's that's what we normally yeah, do. Yeah, just so that people can kind of get a taste of what we were thinking first, and then go into it. And then if you haven't seen yeah. it yet, you can go into it. But it's, right. it's this is a major blockbuster. Yeah, release. so I feel like you should have seen it if you're listening to this podcast. If you're a nerd, if you're nerdy enough to listen to this podcast, you probably right. have seen it over the weekend. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's one benefit of releasing on Mondays. That's true. You give people the weekend to see it. Gives you the time. Gives you the time. Okay. So <laughs> this was a Ryan Coogler movie. And uh, Ryan Coogler was the guy who did Fruitvale, Fruit, excuse me, Fruitvale Station as well as Creed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sensing a theme with Mar- Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, but this movie, uh, when it, ca- when it ha- came out and when it premiered with just limited release, it was 100% Rotten Tomatoes. 100%. Wow. Now that it's open wide, it's down to 97%. Wow. That's not that much of a drop. No, it's not. Like even Thor, Thor 3 that came out super strong, way stronger than it needed to be. Yeah. Um, dropped down to like 93 immediately. Uh, this one is staying steady at 97 and we're on Sunday. Okay. Now I'm sure once the week goes on, more people will come in. But still, that is insane. Yeah. Like, not even The Godfather, I think, has a 100% rating. Wow. 
No. I mean, time, though. You have to, like, give I know. it time. I know. And, and that's the thing, though, is that, like, you like as many people constantly remind us online <laughs> via email as well as on our social media networks. Oh, by the way, everyone should go to thenerdparty.com. Uh, that's where you can find all of our back episodes, all of our other shows on the network. we got Star Wars shows, Star Trek shows, Harry Potter, General Geek podcast, even a Doctor Who podcast. And um, you can find all of our social media there, Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdparty, Twitter at joinnerdparty, as well as Instagram. We're all over the place, so go to thenerdparty.com. Um, so I totally lost track on what I was saying. Well, I, I thought we were going to say our first impressions, but then you kind of... <laughs> I started going on, going like, on about, yeah, like about numbers and everything and yeah. like that. But like right now, it's that like... It's at an insane on, at box office mojo. I just wanted to before we started talking about get what we hype. thought. Yeah, I, wa- that... I wanted to get some hype and like because like it opened on Thursday. It's now Sunday and we're at three hundred and sixty-one million dollars worldwide. It's pretty crazy. And one hundred and ninety-two of that is domestic. That's insane. That is it uh, immediately. Immediately it grow like Ryan Coogler um, as a black director. He has grossed the most money as a black director in film. Wow, that's and awesome. That's that's a huge feather in his cap, and it's just so. I feel like as a, the reason why I'm giving all this preface is because I've had a couple of days to talk about it with a few other friends and a few people online. How dare you? Some people in person, not not in depth, <laughs> not in depth. Uh, but it's interesting to see the varying degrees of intensity. Okay. Like I feel like everyone I've talked to has said, yeah, it's 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 gone from like, yeah, no, it's it's a well-made film. Well, you know, it's fine, whatever, to like, oh my god, my face is melting. <laughs> so between those two, <laughs> where to do you where, meh from my face is melting? Where do you land? <laughs> um, I think okay, so like we didn't talk about it, but walking out you were like, you liked it more than I did. I could tell you, you not me you, saying that yeah, to you. Yeah, you said that to me. You were yeah. like, you liked that more than I did. And I, I said, I think I did. <laughs> the fact that you're saying that to me, yes, I think I did. Um, so my face is not melting. Um, you know, it's not like one of our favorites that I can't stop talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a longtime listener, you know, like there's a few that we just always mention. But I loved it. Oh, you loved I, it? I did. Okay. I thought it was so much I didn't fun. Know you loved, loved it. Yeah. Like, I want to go back and see it. Like, Oh, that's big. Yeah. That's, that's, that's big for you. That is big. Because honestly, rewatching Marvel, you have to pull teeth to get me to rewatch Marvel true. at home. It's true. You're like, because you'll like, you'll buy it. And then you'll be like, want to watch? Want to watch this? Oh, like, I want to do like a lead up. I'm like, oh, Thor 3 is coming out. Let's watch the first one. And I'm like, no. Mm, no. No, I don't. No. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'll watch Baby it's, Mama for a tenth time. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no. And also, it's a wonderful film. Um, but I, I really did. I loved it. And I, I understand that it's not a perfect film, but it delivered on every area that I wanted it to. And what areas did you want it to deliver on? Well, I think that to as a Marvel film, I, I okay, so since we're not huge Marvel people... I felt like it was one of the best Marvel films I've seen. One of. One of. What do you think is better Marvel-wise well, if you can? It, honestly, I'd have to go back and watch like Civil War and stuff to kind of gauge it. Mm-hmm. But to be completely honest, I cared more about the characters in this than some of the other... like. I forget about Avengers. I don't really care about any of them. (laughs) (laughs) 
maybe I care about like Captain America in Civil War more or something like that. Mm -hmm. But I really cared about the characters in this film. Like there were several times where I'm like, you better not kill that person. <laughs> and I thought I was like, I'm going to get emotional if they die. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that for me, I was like, okay, cool. You delivered. So how did you feel? <laughs> like I was, as I was watching it, I, I knew. Are you more meh than face melting? I, I, no, I don't know. I don't think I, I don't think I'm more meh than face melting, but it's, I went into it. I like, I knew there was so much hype. It made me think about Wonder Woman. Okay. It made me, I was thinking a lot about Wonder Woman, you know, while watching this film and also leading up to this film where I'm, where I'm just like, okay, you know, this, this, people are talking about this film like crazy. Mm -hmm. They're talking about it like it's the dark Knight or like it's the second coming. And I'm like, there's just no way it's that good. Like, like with Wonder Woman and mm -hmm. Black Panther, I'm just like, there's no way it's that good. And so I went into it expecting it to not be perfect or not right. be amazing, mm -hmm. which I thought would be in a good place because if I overhype something, then I'm just going to get disappointed. But if I go into it thinking like, okay, just go in for a good time, mm -hmm. then I'll be good. And that's what I got. I got a, I got a good time. Like it's, it's a very entertaining film and I, it's a very well-made film. Yeah. I think it's well-structured, well-paced. I was never bored. Mm -hmm. I never felt like, oh, God, why are we still here? Right. Which is very rare in modern superhero films. Very true. Like there's, there's a lot of filler. There's so much filler in modern superhero films where I'm just like, okay, let's move on. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying, like, let's cut to the chase or let's get to the action scene. It's just like, let's move on. Let's mm -hmm. uh, propel the story. And with Wonder Woman, I knew that the cultural impact was going to be bigger than the film itself if that makes sense maybe not bigger than the film itself the cultural impact was going to be more significant than the filmmaking okay in wonder so Woman. like you know giving little girls a superhero to look up to yes okay and so and then when i saw wonder woman and then i was like oh this is a really good film then we got to the third act and i'm like oh, okay that kind of made it just an okay film it was skewed towards good with black panther i kind of felt the same way i was like this is going to be huge because of its cultural impact. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest black-led cast film ever made. Yeah. That's a big deal. And I am not discounting that, nor should anyone discount that. Whether you liked it or hated it, this movie still means something bigger than what the filmmaking is. Sure. And sure. that's what I try to wrap my head around. I'm just like, I am a straight white male, you know, and American. Keep that in check, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, right. just like, okay, so this is going to say something to me mm -hmm. differently than what it's going to say to somebody who doesn't look like me. Right. And actually, you and I even ran into that because of the female representation was amazing. It really was. And I recognize that and I love that, but I'm not a woman. And so it resonated with you even more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, the amount of supporting cast that were main leads that mm -hmm. were female, I was like... It, I think it even sold it more for me. Yeah. Like, I I think I liked the supporting cast of females even more than the lead because I was like, wow, that's awesome that they, you know, he's like surrounded himself with like his general is a female. Mm -hmm. Like, that's awesome. It's kick ass. You know, <laughs> yeah. they had me when I found like, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm good. And when his royal guard was all female, they could have taken that in a very different direction. Right. Whereas they were powerful, they weren't sex symbols. It wasn't like what you hear about with, like, with mm -hmm. North Korea with the all, you know, you know right. that kind it, of business it, going right. on. Right. Or like they're there, I don't know, 
you're objectifying women yeah. because I, you could go many different ways. Even the fact that his sister was like the brains of the operation, kind of like the cue Very of, much. of the of the operation of of like actually the whole the whole country. Uh, mm-hmm. That was really cool. So and and that's the thing is that like I was I went into it and I was just like okay, my favorite superhero film of all time is The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I measure every single superhero film I watch to that. That's a different beast I know. in my opinion i know I, it I don't is. i don't think we can keep comparing because I, it's never going to live up to that in your head i know so for me i was just measuring it based on marvel personal like that was the first thing was marvel okay like think about all the other marvel films and also did i do i enjoy this film mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. well so with me i was just like okay this is a good film this is not a perfect film like everyone is talking about it like it's a perfect film it's not in my opinion it's a good film i gave i think i i'm not going to rate it yet okay but um because i did i did go on letterbox real quick and like oh, okay review i didn't and, look at your review whatnot um but that that being said i feel like i have to clarify if it wasn't for the if i just went in like if no one if there was no hype, if there was no nine-month advertisement, if there was no like, oh my god, this is going to be a huge cultural impact movie, and I just went into it, I'd be like, wow, that's a good film. Like, that's a great Marvel movie. Hmm. But because I, I've, because of all of this, I'm comparing it to the cultural hype, and I need to separate it. I guess for me, I'm, I'm not, because the only hype I hear about is you telling me, <laughs> because I'm so disconnected from social media. It's true. <laughs> My Instagram's just full of like fat babies. It's adorable. <laughs> so it's just like, I mean, I I don't have any reference. Mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you know, I, I guess that could hurt me. But for me, I'm just like, here's what I think, and I'm not going to compare it to anyone else. And that's good. <laughs> but no, the, the the like I said, like the film is good, and all the things that I said at the top of the show, and I love how it juggled genres, and. But it did it skillfully. Like, what do you mean by that? Well, okay. So, like, it was a superhero film, mm-hmm. but it was also an action film. Mm-hmm. It was also a sci-fi film. Yeah. And it was also a, a spy drama. It was like a it was like a James Bond film. Yeah. I mean, like they had a they had a Q session where he went and got up got his his futuristic equipment and then went to a casino and talked into his sleeve. You know, like it was. That's true. It was. That's just, true. It was just all these cool spy elements. But it was, and it all worked. And it all worked. But then we moved on, and we went into another genre. And most of the time, you're just like, "Oh, this is a schizophrenic movie. It doesn't know what it's trying to be." Trying to be, but it, that blended all together, and I think yeah. that's great direction and great editing. Absolutely. Should we get into spoilers? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, th- I think we. I think, I think that's so. a, I mean, like this is, guys. This is a good film. This is an I entertaining film. The girl loved it. I thought it was good. Um. Maybe I'll I'll grow to love it more upon second viewings and everything. I usually do on mm-hmm. you know films like that where I they're a little too hyped up for me. I usually there I'm just like okay I can <laughs> en- just enjoy them now that the expectation is gone. Right. Uh, but yeah, so go see if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's worth your time. It's worth your money. Right. And uh, yeah, okay. So <laughs> from here on out, spoiler. You have been warned. Spoiler That's territory. Right. Spoiler territory. Okay. So. T'Challa, mm-hmm. there were times when I really liked him, mm-hmm. or there were times when I thought he was kind of boring. 
Why do you think that is? I don't know. Chadwick Boseman is a great actor. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there were certain times when they gave him some really cool things to do. And other times when he was just kind of window dressing. When he was just there to propel the plot. I would agree. Because I, I think there were certain moments when I was like caring more about the sister mm-hmm. or... Um, you know, I, I'm going to... Shuri. Shuri, yeah. Um, the sister's name is Shuri. Yeah, I, I guess I cared about, like, his relationship um, with Nakia. And I cared about, like, I guess his friendships I cared about. Mm-hmm. But maybe he himself as, like, a, a superhero, I, I was just kind of lukewarm about. Yeah. Uh, the movie... It, like it's not all about him it's, it's not a, yeah that's the thing it's like yeah like it, it's called black panther but it, i think it really should be called wakanda yeah I, am unless, i overstating unless, it unless you think of like black panther as being this this dynasty of like well it is well i know but like i'm just saying like how we how, how it's been through time and everything because like, they, mm-hmm. they you know they explore that but i think you're kind of right it is more about wakanda and well let me let me explain why i said that i'm not saying like oh it's all about wakanda but they do a great job of making this an ensemble film yes which i did not expect i didn't expect it either because we don't i mean okay we do have that in certain marvel films but they're billed more as that. You know, you you got the Avengers or um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, the, it's built into the right. name. Yeah, it, this is exactly. an ensemble film. Whereas this was an, an unexpected ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I think I think that's key. I mean, like, obviously, I mean, Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman, he's the lead. Yeah. It's his film. But you find yourself being in, like, there's so many characters and you find yourself being invested in every single one of them. Which is hard to do. It is really hard to do. Because a lot of times when they throw too many characters at us, I'm kind of like, ugh, I can't keep up. Or I don't care because there are too many characters. Because you can't keep up, you don't care. Exactly. But I did not feel that way in this at all. I, the, the, the thing is, though, is that like I find myself loving Black Panther, T'Challa. And then I find myself indifferent to him. Because there are certain scenes where, like the scene where he went to see his ancestors the second time mm-hmm. and he's he's crying he's frustrated he's telling them no i'm not gonna stay here i'm gonna go back to the real world right like i was just like holy crap this yeah. guy can emote absolutely and then like right like in the first fight when he's freeing nakia and like she comes in and he says hi <laughs> like yeah, in his suit behind so his mask cute. yeah it's, it's adorable <laughs> it is. like you have this killing machine right <laughs> and he's like hi yeah and they gave him some really awesome moves in the final fight too mm. where you know he was like using the shields like uh, yeah but overall i would agree with you that he was probably lower on my I don't know. On the ladder of caring about the characters, he was probably lower mm-hmm. than some of the other ones that I was like, oh, no, they're awesome. And we've never seen them before. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. And the, it, it's weird, though, because I don't it, I don't feel I'm not criticizing Bozeman. Like, I'm no. not criticizing the actor because there's times when you're like you see an actor and you're like, I don't care about you because you're not convincing me to care about you. I really do. No, feel I didn't feel that way. It was either the writing or the scenes that they gave him. I don't know. I think because they gave the ensemble so many cool things to do. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's to it. back him up. You know, so maybe maybe too many people stole the show. Maybe. And, maybe. Yeah. So who in your head 
you're thinking of when you say that. Well, the I feel like the the world kind of feels that Michael B. Jordan stole the show. Uh, that's really, the, that's the guy who played Eric Killmonger, the um, the mm-hmm. Wakandan who turned who became an American and then came back. Right. And I, uh, okay. I, I think I was surprised at the level of intensity. I was surprised at how convincing his argument was. Um, I was surprised at he. Let me just put it this way: in my opinion, he's easily the best Marvel villain that we've ever gotten. Oh. Okay. And, but <laughs> when you look at the Marvel villains that we've gotten in the past, that's, true. that's not saying too terribly much. Well, he's much. dimensional. He's yes. more dimensional. And there was a point where I'm like, okay, I agree with him. Like, there was a certain point when I, like, at one moment I was like, wait, do I agree with the villain? Yeah. And then he turned where you're like, no, he's not, he doesn't have good intentions. And he also murdered a lot right. of people. Right, I understand that. You might forget that part. I know, like, I mean, his body shows it. But there was there was that struggle of morality there where, you know, um, Chakala. T'Challa. Sorry, T'Challa. I'm going to do that several times. Apologize. But... I felt like there was a lot of that was an interesting actually plot point was what do we do with this technology? We've been keeping it for all these mm-hmm. years and should we share it with the world? Is it safe to share with the world? I loved that that was the point of the movie. It really was a huge part of the movie. Because I remember you and I had a conversation about this because before the movie even came out, before they even advertised the movie, when they just said like, oh, this is going to be about Wakanda and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I-, I talked to you about this. I said, are they going to address this? Because Wakanda is the most technologically advanced country in the world, depending on which comic you, you, you read into. Right. But, you know, like with the, with, with the way that the world is right now, you know, like certain parts of Africa are the worst parts of the world. And certain parts of the Middle East are the worst parts of the world. Even if you go to another hemisphere, like you have bad parts of the world all over the place. And so they're a hidden superpower. And when you go to other superpowers like the United States, Mm -hmm. a lot of the times that's the burden of a superpower is to give aid to other areas of the world. And if you have that ability and you're choosing not to, like the only reason why you're getting away with it is because people think that you're just a bunch of sheep herders. But once you reveal yourself, you then have right. that public responsibility. Now, right. right now, they just have a private one, and I'm so happy that that was the point of the film because right. I just wanted it. I just wanted it to be explained. But that's the entire purpose. Well, and it also is interesting to see it from both perspectives too, where you know we've been hiding it because we're afraid of what mm-hmm. it could what it could do, and you know, so it was like it was this like struggle over like who's right. And it was really cool the way that they ended it where, you know, they were willing to share and, you know, but help, you mm-hmm. know, and, like kind of guide and even use like their, their main people to guide mm-hmm. the situation. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That was an interesting plot point. I didn't expect that to be like the point. I didn't either. I really didn't expect that to be the main purpose of the of the movie. And it's interesting how... Like in this Marvel Cinematic Universe, how the politics of the world are changing because you, like you don't normally see that too terribly much. Like you see it on a much um, smaller scale 
like to go back to the dark knight you see how one superhero affects a city mm-hmm. and that's it and or sometimes it's a neighborhood right. like with daredevil or something like that and with this with the marvel cinematic universe you have like with the avengers mm-hmm. you have them um like the aliens came in and tried to destroy new york and we're like oh crap we're gonna have to deal with this now we now know that we're not alone and we right. now know that there's a god run around like thor and like tony stark is iron man and he's he's starting to become a world police and and then and then even something as recent with thor 3 you have um spoiler for thor 3 if you haven't he- seen it <laughs> um but you should have by now uh they have all of the um refugees from his home world right and they're going to be coming to earth and so i kept wondering what's going to be the political ramifications of having that many well- people and then we have this where we have all of a sudden we have a new superpower that's way more advanced than anybody else what's that going to do to america right how is american going to feel well, about that and we have like um it looks like at the end of the infinity wars uh trailer we have guardians of the galaxy coming into i mean they're already a part of the marvel universe but they're like entering into the picture too mm-hmm. so it's interesting how it's like a global scale it's not just a global scale it's like a universe scale it's like, becoming a galactic a galactic scale, yeah. yeah so it's true then you have Wakanda that, you know, could help at least this planet mm-hmm. in, you know, in different ways for sure. Um, you know, since they can heal people and they have these advanced technology. Transportation. Transportation. So, yeah. It's it's, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot to digest. <laughs> and we're not even talking about the move. Like, the, the like we're just talking about certain political ramica- ramifications of the end of the movie. Like, we haven't even really gotten into the, <laughs> to the plot points. It's, it's true. There's... Like, the more I'm thinking about it, there's just so much to digest. And it's pretty amazing that they got it into two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, and it made sense. And it didn't feel rushed. It didn't <laughs> no. feel jumbled or anything like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, to answer your question, because we started talking about Michael B. Jordan and everything yes. like that. He didn't steal the show from me, even though I feel like most people would answer that. The person who stole it from me. <laughs> it's going to be the same for me. You know who I'm going to say. <laughs> Yeah. And that's Denai Guerrera. Yeah, she she stole it from me too. Of course. I mean, we know her from The Walking Dead. Yes. And we love her Michonne. As Michonne yeah. from The Walking Dead. And actually, um this is this is our um 89th episode. Yeah. And uh we're recording this on our second anniversary of Nerd Nuptial. Of Nerd Nuptial. Of Nerd Nuptial. That's crazy. And so I forgot to t- talk about that at the top of the yeah. show, but yeah. And we were actually talked like our very first episode of Nerd Nuptial was referencing Denai Guerrero. Yeah, because we talked about uh, an episode of Walking Dead. Yeah, so she's like our cover art for our very first Nerd Nuptial episode. <laughs> I'll need to find. Uh, it's very cyclical. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think so too. And, and uh, we'll uh, uh, next year we'll have to, um, we'll have to right. figure out how to talk about her wherever again. she's in. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so and honestly, yeah, happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. Happy you nerd yeah, anniversary. That's right. And uh, we want to thank everybody who's been listening to us for yeah. two years because a lot of you have been. That's true. A lot of you have stuck with us from episode one and have been writing us all the time. And so yeah. we thank you so much for writing us on social media, on email. If you want to write us an email, uh, go to thenerdparty.com slash contact, select Nerd Nuptial from the drop down menu, fill out the form, it'll send us an email. And uh, and if you really want to celebrate our anniversary, what you can do is go to <laughs> iTunes and give us a review. Please, please. It only takes a minute of your time. Go to iTunes. If you give us a five-star review, we'll mention you on the show. So yeah. back to the movie. All right. Denai Guerrero, who yes. played... Um, I on, I can't remember how to pronounce her character's name because I don't remember it said that often in the movie. Yeah. It was... It's 
A, it's O-K-O-Y-E. Okay. I don't know. I'm just going to call her Denai. Okay. We'll just call her by her real name. Um, No, she was amazing. The general. We'll say the general. She was awesome. Yeah. And she, for me, stole this show. Like, if I had to choose a favorite character, she's my favorite character. So, like, if there was going to be a spinoff, would you want it to be about her? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think, like, just the idea of, like, her kind of, first of all, being a woman general and also being, like, loyal to the throne I think that was interesting too. Like she was friends with, um, like you know the royal family. It's weird. Our favorite character in Wonder Woman was a female general too. It's true. Hmm. We might have a thing for female generals. <laughs> but yeah, sure. <laughs> no, yeah, throne, absolutely. Yeah. I think a second, uh, a close second though, was the sister. Um, Shuri. Shuri, for sure, because she she. Like, in our audience, she stole the show. Oh, yeah. You could like, feel it. Oh, yeah. Like, every, every time she was on screen, they, like, people were ready to laugh because she had so many cute lines. A lot of people are talking about her on Twitter saying, like, she's, she's so young and she, this yeah. is the first that sh- time she's been introduced, but yet she's already a fan favorite. Oh, yeah. And people are saying, like, br- bring her on for more. Don't just keep yes. her in a Black Panther film. Bring her for some other well, stuff, this, too. I'm hoping that they don't because they did bring her to California for at the end right you know so hopefully we'll see more of her as the marvel universe especially since she was a fan favorite i mean clearly a fan favorite um it might be a little harder to see uh denies character outside of wakanda but (laughs) that's oh that's true i didn't really think about that but we could argue that wherever he goes that's true she would go to protect quote-unquote the throne that is true not she doesn't necessarily be fine with me yeah she doesn't necessarily (laughs) protect wakanda she protects the the throne yeah uh yeah but i i loved the one-liners that um the sister like shuri had and just like also the fact that she was so smart mm-hmm. and um you know had all this technology at her fingertips but she was so young that was awesome i love and a they, female and a female <laughs> yeah. yeah and like they kind of build her as like smarter than tony stark yeah and that's pretty amazing that like what is she 16 like a 16 year old black woman yeah is smarter than the wealthiest man in the world you know like that's cool absolutely that's cool that's a cool perspective to have in the marvel universe Mm -hmm. and i love how they explained wakanda Mm -hmm. like it was like okay meteor hit they had they were they were the only society that were exposed to this mineral they use this mineral and everything boom advanced society right they it wasn't just like oh they were gifted it Right. They were they st- they had to learn how to use that mineral. They had to learn right. how to use vibranium. Absolutely. And so they still it, it wasn't just like oh somebody made them technologically mm-hmm. advanced. It's just oh they had a resource and they used it, and then they they were smart enough to they were smart enough to use, smart it. Enough to use right. it. Right. And so yeah. Um. I also loved just like I loved the that the architecture maintained like the culture of oh. Wakanda, yes. but it was still like. You could tell that they were an advanced Mm -hmm. civilization that maintained their culture. They didn't westernize or anything like that. It was unapologetically tribal. Exactly. And the costumes were amazing. And I loved how, you know, the costumes were representative of each tribe. Mm -hmm. And they maintained that throughout, you know you could tell which tribe each like each um group was from so colorful oh my gosh it's beautiful so rarely do you get that much color it's in true. a superhero film it's true and it was just it was nice to, like it was cool to see like this protected environment that was so technologically advanced mm-hmm. and 
cool. It was just like, I want to go there. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's funny that you bring up the tribes because it, it made me want to learn more about the tribes because I wanted to like, it, I got so nerdy with it where I was like, I want to learn more about the politics of the tribes and right. how do they interact with each other? Is there any jealousy? Do they feel like one is better than the well, other? You kind you know? of felt that a little bit when they went to um, like the, the hilltop. Um, yeah, I, don't, I can't remember what that's called, but um, it's, uh, what is that? Mbaku. Yeah. Mbaku's tribe. It, you kind of felt a little bit of that when they talked about the vibranium in that in that scene where they were seeking shelter. You got a little bit of, you know, that there would have been some jealousy. Well, I was, you know, over, I was mainly thinking like with the and... other ones that like were oh, okay. ruled by T'Challa and by okay. the Black Panther because that one was clearly separate. Right. Um, but there was the some jealousy yeah. there, which was interesting to see. And you could probably explore that within itself. I guess. And then you had, oh, I, okay, I, guess, I guess I'm kind of might be understating it a little bit because then you had uh, Wakabi's tribe, the, mm-hmm. the rhinos and the, sh- and, the, and the herders and everything mm-hmm. like that, played by Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya uh, the guy from, from, Get Out. from Get Out. Yeah. Um, he, I felt, he. do you feel like he was a little underused? Yes, I, I did. Um. But I didn't know where where yeah. would you use like that character more. Him, yeah. yeah, I mean he already so was he already was um, denies love, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, I, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. One of the reasons why I was just kind of like, eh, like this isn't a five star film for me. Was that? Well, no, no, no. Was because it was so predictable. And oh. this mo- this movie that was one of one of the knocks that I gave it was it is so utterly predictable you knew exactly what was going to happen from one minute to the next and that moment where um like uh so t'challa's with wakabi Mm -hmm. and they're outside and they're looking at the rhinos and then um uh, the general calls him up Mm -hmm. and she says my king my love the moment she says my love i'm like he's either gonna die or going to betray them (laughs) <laughs> and and there were so many times when I was just like, and, and then like when um, Black Panther fought for his his throne, and mm-hmm. then we found out that he was going to fight again. I was like, oh, he's going to lose because we already saw him win once. We're not going to see him win twice, and then we're, we're going to see yeah, him win the I, third time. I get that. And I'm just giving small examples, I and I'm sure that most people, of course, could see that coming. But like, I think I actually. A friend of mine asked me, like, what did you think of it? And I gave him all the positives, and then I gave him two negatives. And one was the predictability. He said, he's like, I don't care about that. Mm. And so many people don't care about that. I I understand where you're coming from, and I, I totally agree. Like, there was there was a moment where I was like, okay, I, I felt that too. I, and honestly, I thought, though, that they were going to kill off one of my favorite girls, <laughs> one of the ladies, um, you know, whether it was – uh shuri or whether it was Nakia uh, Nakia. yeah whichever one i was like they're not all gonna live um but they did so yeah. i was like oh cool that was surprising <laughs> yeah, yeah uh but i don't know i i guess i was okay with it i was long for the ride but i do from from a filmmaking standpoint yes it was very predictable like you knew what was going to happen you mm-hmm. knew that he was gonna be overthrown it was you know there was a lot of elements where you're like, I've seen that done before, especially right. in a um, a throne environment too. You you see like, okay, well, you know, even like the idea of like the king dying or close to death, mm-hmm. we've seen that done a lot. So 
Yeah. I'm not trying to say that every film has to be like an M. Night Shyamalan film or anything like that. I'm not. I'm not that saying would not that. Be good. No, no, it would not be good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to say that everything needs has twists and turns. It was just everything was broadcast of what was going to happen next. That that's the only thing. That's the only okay. reason why, uh, in my opinion. Okay. Did you still enjoy the ride though? I did enjoy the. No, it's an entertaining film. I did enjoy the ride. Now there were so many great characters. Now Michael B. Jordan as Eric Killmonger. Mm-hmm. I was. We all knew that he was going to be the bad guy because mm-hmm. of the the trailers. But Andy Serkis's character, they the trailers made it look like it was going to be Killmonger and Claw, you know, side by side taking yeah, over Wakanda. And they really did not use him very much. They didn't, but I thought they used him very well. Yes, in my opinion. Do you do, do you disagree? Uh, I. I have mixed feelings about that because I feel like if you have Andy Serkis, you should probably use him like later on as like a more influential bad guy. Does that make sense? Like where no, I don't know give, what you mean. well, like give him a role where he's like a recurring bad guy or something mm. like that because you have Andy Serkis. Well, this is the second amazing. time we're seeing him. I know. I don't know. I guess I was a little disappointed with how he was used, and in the same respect, it was. It was nice to see the unexpected happen. I guess that's the one thing that I didn't find predictable. Was that he wasn't going to was be along that the they, way. They killed, him off, they killed him off and I was like, oh, they really killed him off. Yeah. Like he's gone. Right. It's not like, oh, we'll see him in another movie. He's out of the movie. No, he's dead. That's true. And that was surprising to me because they in the trailers, they it was kind of like the whole Drew Barrymore syndrome with Scream. Like maybe not to that crazy degree, but it was they kept advertising him. They kept showing him. He was such a huge focus of the advertisements. Well, I think it's because of his speech. He was the one who, you know, in the interrogation cell, he was telling all about Wakanda. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that speech lend itself, <laughs> in, unless you want to use like the prologue at the beginning where you l- learn about vibranium. I mm-hmm. feel like he had the one speech that explained Wakanda. Yeah. You know. That's true. Yeah. But I agree. Like we expected to see him more than we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, I'm like, I'm not disappointed by it. I'm, I'm, I was fine with it because it passed the torch onto Michael B. Jordan where we're just like, okay, he mm-hmm. is going to be way more of a focus. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which he should have been. Now, speaking of white guys. Um, <laughs> Martin Freeman yeah. was also in this. Do you feel like we needed Martin Freeman? Not really. Right? Not really. I mean, he was fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with him. But I was just kind of like, he was kind of okay, there. Okay, all right. Like I feel like his role towards the like towards the end. Yeah, I cared about him towards the end when he was like in the um in the plane. But what I was gonna say was, I feel like Shuri could have been in the plane. Very, very easily. I feel like Shuri probably should have been in the plane. That's true, because that, where would she have been? She probably would have been in her lab. Right. And yeah. Because Martin Freeman was in her lab. I that That is the one place where I felt like that was maybe a studio interference, where they're just like, okay, we need to throw in a little bit more connection. We've seen Martin Freeman before. Okay. And also, we can't have the only white guy uh, in the film be a bad guy, so let's throw in a good white guy. <laughs> And part of me was just like, okay, I get it. Other part of me is like, eh, but it, it feels redundant. Yeah. Like, we don't really need him. You didn't really need him. And I mean, I guess the only thing, he was our connection to the outside world, That's maybe. True. That's true. Because he was experiencing Wakanda for the first time. But we didn't explore that too terribly much. No, but... Eh. Maybe a little, I feel maybe like, a little bit I more. feel like without 
without overdoing it, without saying like, here's Wakanda and let me take you on a tour of the that's, chocolate that's factory. <laughs> I, I feel like it would be, instead of that, I feel like they did a good job of like, you know, Shuri saying like, look at my trains that you can see from here. That's true. We're not going, you just got injured. Like we are going to keep you to be healed. So I don't think it, it needed to be, you know, a whole tour you know. No, I, I and I'm not asking for no, a tour I of the chocolate that. factory, but. but I know, but I'm just saying that I feel like I feel like they did a good job if they were going to have him there mm-hmm. and him be the outsider experiencing. Although at the same time, we had Michael B. Jordan experiencing Wakanda, but he had heard about Wakanda before. Yeah, he yeah. Whereas, you know, Martin Freeman's character. I get, I get I what you're know. saying. I, yeah, and you're right because he was the outsider. He was used as an the connection. As the connection, he was used as the exposition device mm-hmm. and everything like that. And and I think they used him fine, but I feel like all of that could have been done easily without an extra character. Yeah, I agree. I think we're nitpicking. But that, yeah. I, that's, <laughs> that, that's all. I, that's all. I, like, did it make or break the film for me? No, no. It's no, just, it's fine. but and, and like you know. It was, I did care when he was like shooting down the planes, and yeah. and then there was the one plane that was inside, like trying to get to him. I I did care about that. I thought that was like I was like, no, get out. <laughs> you know? um, but did it have to be him? Probably not. Absolutely. Now, how did you feel about Zuri dying? Force Whitaker's character. Did you care? Yeah, he was like a surrogate dad. Okay. Uh, you know, in that moment, and I. I also kind of appreciated the connection to um, Michael B. Jordan's character, like why he would be frustrated mm-hmm. or uh, really angry, not just frustrated. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm hey, a little PO'd no. at you. <laughs> a little more than that. Okay. Sorry, I was uh, downplaying that a little too much there. No, um, but I also, it was kind of nice to see that like he, he was also the voice of his father. Mm-hmm of why even though it was wrong of why he did what he did uh his dad did like left um michael Blake jordan's character so i i cared about him I, I, get, I did maybe i need to i don't know maybe maybe i need to rethink some stuff because i just <laughs> when i he, did when he died it's forrest whitaker also i mean come on <laughs> well he failed me so hard in rogue one um, oh my gosh! Really? No, Resentment no, I, from the- <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't blame him at all for, for Rogue One. No, um, no. What happened was is that, like you were talking about, like you thought that they were going to kill one of the women, mm-hmm. and they didn't, and I think that's great. But with him being the only person who died besides the bad guys, I felt like he was the person who I had the least emotional connection to. Out of all, out of all of the good guys, he's the one I had least emotional connection to, and so I feel like that's why they killed him, because they could spare him. Hmm. Because if you killed uh, Ramonda, which was um, T'Challa's mom, mm-hmm. played by Angela Bassett, who doesn't age. Oh my gosh! Seriously, she's been a good forty for twenty years. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> she's looked that way. For our entire lives. It's true. For our entire lives, she's looked that age. I don't know what's going on there. I don't there, know how that's possible. But it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just like, if they killed her, that'd be, be, that'd be too easy and too cheap. Well, I didn't have as much of an emotional connection to her. But I had a... Con- it, because it was a... Because it was his mom, I, I felt... Maybe the Martha complex again? 
I would no. I'm just messing with you. Martha. <laughs> I'm just messing with Ramonda. you. Ramonda! <laughs> no. Um, you're killing was, Ramonda! He already lost his dad. We didn't need his mom to die, too. That, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. I'm trying to say it'd be a cheap shot. It'd be, it'd be ah, you make him an orphan. Um, but, like, he loses his dad, and then he loses his surrogate dad. But, like, it'd be harder. It, it's just, are you arguing with me? About, like, like, come on. He's the least emotional connection out of all, out of, all of the good guys. He's out of all a, the good guys. Yeah. You, you, yeah. I, I guess so. I guess so. I don't know. But what, I, I cared about him. I don't I know what I'm arguing anymore. I guess, you, I guess you said that you didn't care about him. And I was like, well, I, I cared about him. Okay. That, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you said that you cared about him. I'm, I'm saying that he yeah. was the least I cared about. But I need... You're right. His connection to Michael B. Jordan, his connection to the yeah. uncle and to the father. And I think it made sense. Like when they when they killed him, I was like, oh, no. I need to, I need to, I need to see it again. Because you're, I can't argue with you. I, I right. was sad. I was like, oh, no, he can't do the ceremony. It just anymore. didn't resonate with me, but I don't know. Maybe I was overlooking him. some things. Well, I'm, I'm just really surprised that more people did not die. Yeah. Because also, when there was the uprising, you know, well, I guess not. Was it more of an uprising? It wasn't. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess it. Would you call it that? Because it was more like they were being loyal to the throne. Yeah. And since Michael B. Jordan had the throne, they were, you know, defending. It's a coup. Okay, a coup. When the coup was going on. So, like, I was thinking, I was like, it's going to be really hard to rule after this. Right? I mean, when you have, you know, all his friends turning against him because it's the throne, like, how is this going to work? Like, And also, <laughs> like, the... Um, the, tri- the 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 shepherd tribe or the rhino tribe or yeah. whatever like do they represent the entire tribe or are they just the warriors of that tribe do you just blame the warriors of the tribe and then like right like how much forgiveness is t'challa gonna give exactly that was the first thing i thought when they started fighting i was like how is this going to go down after yeah uh i mean unless they're just so loyal to the idea of the throne that it doesn't matter it's not about you it's about the throne mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's going to be weird. Yeah. And it was really cool to see, you know, everyone fighting. It wasn't just the males because you see that a lot. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, the females and the males. Um, it didn't just yeah. have like one token woman like a black widow. Right. Because you see that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, since Wonder Woman, not that it's, you know, because of Woman Wonder Woman, but I don't think we're as afraid to see... I don't know, like, think about it. During Star Wars in the 70s, they wouldn't put a woman, you know, in the seat of a um, of a cockpit because they're like, well, you can't handle her dying. Right. Well, now we actually see, like, woman warriors, which mm-hmm. is awesome. <laughs> like, what, what, no matter what you feel, or no, no matter how you feel about Wonder Woman or Black Panther, it has changed things. Absolutely. Now, was it, like, was it the first of its kind... Like everyone is saying in in terms of like a black superhero or a female superhero. No, we've seen all that stuff before, but never to this scale. Right. Never to this type of national and worldwide attention. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Because people love to nitpick, say like, oh, you're forgetting about Blade or, oh, you're forgetting about this. You're forgetting about that. Or like putting all these qualifiers. Yes, that's true. There's mm-hmm. a lot of critics and there's a lot of bloggers and headliners who are forgetting a lot of film history. Right. When it comes to women in film and um, black 
um, men and women in film and um, and superheroes particularly. But nothing like this. But nothing to this scale. No matter how much you feel about Blade or anything else related to what I'm talking about, it was never to this scale. Right. And so that need, we need to give that kind of attention. Yeah, absolutely. And And so to that point, to what you're saying, things have changed. And I think it's only going to get better. We're only going to see more minority-led films. Mm-hmm. We're going to see we're going to see films with entire uh, casts filled with just black people or just women or just Asians or just Hispanic people or whatever. Right. Or you know a mixture of a good real diversity, not just tokenism. Right. And this we're at the we're at the tip of something. Absolutely. And this this movie in Wonder Woman represents that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why you have all these reviewers saying this is going to be something. This is something amazing. You've never seen anything like this. Absolutely. Not necessarily because of the filmmaking, but because of what it represents. Absolutely. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I I was entertained the entire time. Mm-hmm. I was never bored. Uh, I feel like every scene had a purpose. They didn't do a lot of filler like they usually do in Marvel films. <laughs> <laughs> and... I, I think it was, like, funny in the right moments. But, but not jokey. No, like, because certain times it's, like, I'm going to be funny just, you know, well, like, take Justice League when then they get cartoony. Oh, God. Where they're, like, doing one-liners just to do one-liners. No. Everything, <laughs> We're Marvel now. <laughs> right. No. You know, I think that it was its own, it was its own movie mm-hmm. in the Marvel Universe. It was. And it didn't try to like fit into that mold, which was nice. That was, I do I have to give I think that's why I liked it so much. Yeah. I have to give that props because it felt like a Marvel film while not feeling like a Marvel yeah, film. Yeah, it did. And we need more of it that. It was very true to itself. And it's, uh, one thing, like the other, like I mentioned before that I gave it two knocks. The two biggest knocks, were, like one was the predictability that I mentioned before. The other one was the CGI. Mm-hmm. CGI in a lot of it was very lacking. Okay. Very lacking, but none so obvious as the ending fight scene. Okay. Between T'Challa and Killmonger. Did you feel like it was too uh, video gamey? It it was practically a video game. Okay. It was, I mean, like like the 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 fight on um on land, like above ground, was great. Like with the general and the tribes and the rhinos okay. and everything like that. That was great. That was well choreographed, well made. I was invested. Mm-hmm. and But the um, I was so distracted by how poor the CGI was because it was 99% CGI. Okay. And when, it's, when something is 99% CGI, I'm really taken out of it. Mm-hmm. And when it's bad 99% CGI, I'm just like, I look like I'm watching a PlayStation 3. Okay. And, I understand that. I and guess, so it was hard for me to connect emotionally. I guess I was able to forgive it, but you have a harder time with those things. Like mm-hmm. that really distracts you. Um, where cer- certain times when I'm like, I can't see it. I'm sorry. I can't see it, Tristan. <laughs> but that I did see. But th- like the fight between the two of them, like when they had no armor on and they were above oh, the yeah. waterfall, that was great. Oh, that gosh, was intense. Yeah. I was involved. I wanted something like that again. Mm. And I got... Um, Super Mario Brothers. Okay. I get that. I get that. I don't know. The more I'm talking about it, the more I'm thinking this might be my favorite Marvel. <gasps> For real. It was on my list. I made the list. 
Yeah. I did. I put it up there. I don't have it in front of me. Okay. But it was, um, I put a lot above it. Okay. But I feel like I need to see it again. Okay. This might be a Dunkirk situation. <laughs> I still don't know if you're 100% true to yourself with that Dunkirk <laughs> comment. <laughs> yeah, it was, um, I kept trying to think, I, I wrote, I wrote my review. What's your favorite Marvel film? My favorite Marvel film, I've forgotten. And so I kind of went... had forgotten. <laughs> well, no, it was, okay. It was so amazing. You forgot it. <laughs> no, like, I think that the thing, the thing with me is that, like, on my Marvel, like, on my letterbox list, mm-hmm. uh, I have all of Marvel films, not just the MCU. Like, I have X Men films on there and everything. Oh, like that. okay. And so I'm trying, I'm, I'm pulling out my list right now. And it's it's loading on your phone because it's not <laughs> it's not like a it's not saved like as a shortcut on mine like it is. Oh. Okay, so like my favorite MCU film is Winter Soldier. That's what I have on here. Okay. But my favorite Marvel film of all time is Logan. Oh, I forgot about Logan. But you know, like it's not. Uh, that's the thing. Wait, that doesn't. Uh, it's a Marvel film, but it's not an MCU film. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite MCU film is Winter Soldier, then Civil War. Then Thor, then Iron Man, then Spider-Man: Homecoming, then Guardians of the Galaxy two, then Avengers, then Black Panther. But hmm. I really feel I I really need to take your advice and watch Thor again <laughs> and see where yeah, because I think you really have that higher in your mind than it should be. And also now that I'm talking about now that I've talked about Black Panther with you, I've changed your mind, haven't I? I I think I need to move it above Guardians of the Galaxy two. Because Guardians, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 made me laugh my ass off. Like, I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was nice. It was a nice popcorn movie. Black Panther actually made me feel something. Yeah. So I feel like that probably needs to go above Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I don't think... I still... I think I still like Spider-Man Homecoming more than Black Panther. Really? I got more enjoyment okay. out of Homecoming. Well, I think, I think they're different, though. It's hard. Okay. So, it is hard. Because... Like you're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man. Well, there wasn't a lot going, you know, like it was more fun. Like it yes. was just, whereas this had, you know, we we're talking about like political implications here of Wakanda and, you know. We're, Very like, Shakespearean things going absolutely, on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't know. I I think that if I like, okay, like, I guess the way that I judge it is what would I like to watch again? Mm-hmm. And I guess for me, it would be Black Panther Spider-Man Homecoming and probably Guardians of the Galaxy 2 would be up there. But also, I don't know, like Civil War and stuff are really good too. I don't know though. I think Black Panther might be up there. I just have to give it some time and see, digest it. Well, we might go see it again or we might wait until... I have a feeling that this is going to come out on video probably sooner rather than later. It's going to stay in theaters for a long time. Okay. But I feel like they're going to release this soon to kind of ride that wave of popularity. Uh, I hope so. That's my guess. Okay. That's my guess. Okay. So, okay. uh, So, we talked about our rankings. Like, would you, out of five stars, what would would you give it? What are you thinking? Uh, Out of five. I I want to say like a... a, It's hard because you can think about... Marvel versus like the rest of movies. Mm-hmm. That's hard for me. I'll give it a four. I give it a four. Okay. <laughs> well, that's weird. You because ju- <laughs> I liked it more than you. <laughs> you judge like you rank harsher than I do. I do. You so do. a four is really good for a me. Four, a four, a girl four. You almost said my real name. I almost did. <laughs> a the girl four because it's a girl four sounds weird. 
like, a four from a girl means this. No, um, the That's girl's offensive. four is means much more than a Tristan four. That's true. You just give out those stars. I just, I just give it away. <laughs> I try to think of a metaphor that wouldn't be offensive. You're not going to win I, there. I didn't achieve no, that, so I just be, didn't say anything. It's going to be dirty or offensive. So just... Or hopefully both. <laughs> Knowing but, you, it would be. <laughs> all right. We're coming up in an hour, and uh, I think that's good. I think yeah. this, was a, this was a fun show to do. This was like this. I love talking about movies we enjoy uh, because <laughs> it, it's... There's even though it's interesting to trash on a movie, like it can be a lot of fun to trash on a film. It can be. Yeah, it's more fun to talk about the positives of it, a film. It really is. It's it's because you want every film to be good. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> if I go see a movie, yeah, even if I think it's gonna be trash, like <laughs> I want to be surprised. I want to be pleasantly Absolutely. surprised. I want every movie to be good. Absolutely. Regardless if it's DC, Marvel, or, or I never 50 under- Shades Freed. Or- oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. <laughs> yes, but I loved it. You thought it was good, mm-hmm. but we probably both need to see it again. I need to see it again because I need to figure out my ranking of the MCU. You need to figure out some other things. Personal of, things. Personal things of why it was better than you actually think. <laughs> <laughs> and watch Thor again because it's not as good as you think. <laughs> All right. You have to watch it with me then. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Well, no. When Thor 3 comes out, uh-huh. we'll get it. Okay. And we'll then watch... we'll do a double bill. Okay. We'll watch Thor 1. Skip Thor 2. I was going to say, I'm and not then... doing Thor 2. <laughs> no, no one's going to do Thor 2 again. And then we'll watch Thor 3. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for for listening and subscribing. Please tell your friends. Yeah. If you could help us out in any way, uh, we would love for you to give us an iTunes review. But more than anything, tell your friends, tell your family. Just just take out their phone. Don't even ask them. Take out their phone and subscribe them. (laughs) And um, they'll thank you for it later on. I love you. I know. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.